0: Is it teen enough? Teen enough. Teen enough for you now. Operates like a typical book club. True True story. With spoilers throughout. So if you want a spoiler-free experience of this book, The Stars and the Blackness Between Them by Janata Petras. Woohoo! Press pause. Go read the book and come back. Come on back. We hope you enjoy both the book and our discussion of (laughs) it. But um, shh. (gasps) For the record, please state your name. Oh! Well hello, my name is Lindsay. Well, what did you read? <laughs> so one of the other books that I of the many books I have read is called The Stars and the Blackness Between Them by Janata Petrus. Who? I read this on audio too. It's a very good <gasps> book. And what is it about? Um well the audiobook, I must say, for audiobook readers, you'll know all the <laughs> all the readers if you read Who? any teen books on audio. audiobooks. Bonnie Turner. Oh, oh, yes! <laughs> And the author, so it was, uh, there was two, because this uh, has two main characters in it, and it goes between their two perspectives, and one of the characters, her name is, what is her name, I don't remember, so bad names. <laughs> how long ago did you read this, that should be another question here. Uh, About a month ago, not okay. too long, I'm just terrible with names. Audrey, and she grew up in... Port of Spain, Trinidad. Trinidad, yes. I think yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was looking Vision. for. <laughs> she is. It's like, I know it's on here somewhere. Like... Yeah, she grew up in, or she lived almost her entire life in Trinidad. And um, when her mom got remarried, her mother became suddenly very religious. And... Made her go to church every week. She was never very religious. She was very close to her grandmother, who was more into kind of like the voodoo type culture and um, more into the, the, the spiritual practices as opposed to traditional, maybe? Traditional religion, yes. So um, her mother makes her go to, start going to church. And while at church, she meets another girl who is her age. And they end up falling in love, and but one day her mother catches the two of them together, and since her mother is now very very religious, she basically kicks her out of the house and the country together in like they're like I'm I don't assuming think quite that far to it. it. Seems like they're more. From memory, I'm kind of forgetting. They're a like braiding each other's like hair. Making <laughs> <laughs> out of it. High fiving. <laughs> I just saw you high five another person. Haven't quite gotten to full flagante, which is good. But yes, uh, enough to for her to know that they are more than just friends. Mm-hmm. And um, her mother freaks out and tells her she needs to go live with her father. Who has not really been much of a presence in her life, and he lives in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. <laughs> right here. And the other story oh, is of Mabel, who lives in Minneapolis. Mabel. And she is also 16, and she is obsessed with Whitney Houston. No and it isn't, <laughs> relatable, <laughs> and really into kind of the the hip hop scene that's that is. Um, Minneapolis is known for. Yes, <laughs> so known so for the local <laughs> hip hop scene. <laughs> <nervous> and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the local hip hop scene in black culture around Minneapolis, which they're. Is more of than you would think well that's apparently. where prince is from <laughs> prince and more daytime time yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah and so that was really interesting i didn't know that and um but she uh is like ha- suddenly like getting just feeling terrible all of a sudden uh, kind of out of the blue and it ends up that she is very very ill Mabel becomes good friends with the Mabel becomes Mabel's the one friends who's feeling sick. She's into yes. hip hop. Yes. Whitney Houston. Yes, that's the one. Okay. And so her her But not Bobby Brown because that's her prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> no, but apparently Whitney Houston had a best friend, female friend, and they are rumored to have been in a relationship. But then Bobby Brown came along and and no. you can't say no to Bobby Brown, <laughs> <laughs> just like so. uh, Edward or Jacob Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. we'll, we'll get to that. You can try <laughs> to say no; they'll just keep coming. Though. Yeah, they can always stop. Uh, um, yeah. so bad, anyway. Eclipse. <laughs> I feel like this is not the best. Well, what is before? notable about it? Because this is one that has been on my, yes. on my radar for a while. So, what is, what is notable well, about it? Well, I feel like I'm not doing you. a great job of explaining it because the writing is so beautiful and it really captures the spirit of these two young women and their history and their lives and kind of how they, they come together and become such good friends and and then, of course, start to fall for each other towards later in the book. But it's really just kind of about their individual journeys and how they are just kind of both thrust into this unexpected, life-changing situation and how they kind of support each other through it. So it's mm-hmm. very sweet um, and it's just beautifully written. Uh, the ending... I would love for someone else to read this so you could discuss that with me. <laughs> it was a very beautiful ending, but very unexpected. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely t- has a lot more depth than I was anticipating, but it was very well done. I think this is just an amazing book for anyone looking for queer reads, um, especially ones with you know, that are a little, that have a little more depth to them. Like not the one, the people looking for the light, fluffy reads, but something looking. The, so mm, the, Albert- the Albert- Albertalli's can get the rest. With the queerness and the beautiful writing it's, yes. and the um, black women specifically, yes. it's making me, uh, it's giving me. Oh Jacqueline my God. Is yes. that an accurate? Yes. So any other wow. questions about this? The um, did you want to read a passage? She said oh, the writing gosh. was very good. Yes. Ooh, but I forgot to pick one. Just um, open it. Yeah. Okay. Open it. Random. Random, passage. random passage. from. Let's see. Here's my random passage. The next song on my list is my favorite band, Black Lovers. All of the musicians in the band are weird black kids. Like me, I guess. I really like the lead singer, Queen Asantewa. I like them because they're just beautiful and different. They wear simple clothes and a fade haircut and sneakers. Their voice is really soft and deep and emotional and they write most of their songs and play guitar. I think if I'm honest, I'm pretty sure I like girls, but I'm not really sure either because a part of me also likes guys like Terrell. The first time I thought about this in a real way was when I went to see Black Lovers, my real first real grown concert, and I had this serendipitous moment-long micro-situationship with this girl. My mom and dad had surprised me with seeing Black Lovers for my 15th birthday. It was an 18-plus show, but apparently the venue allows kids to come with their parents. It made my whole Black life that year because this was like one of the few times they had gotten me something that really felt like me. Not some dumb light purple frilly blouse or jeans with floral embroidery on the butt or dangly earrings with pink shells or a bougie manicure and pedicure, Side note, I low-key did like that-ish, yeah. so, <laughs> Say, excuse me. <laughs> and it actually felt good. Soaking my hands and feet in water and all the concentrated attention to my fingers and toes made me tingle. I found a dope iridescent emerald color called Octopussy, which was a weird name, <laughs> but it made my nails look like the back of a beetle. <laughs> so I'm at this show. I have on my Black Lovers t-shirt black skinny jeans, and a silver chain with Saturn on it that my mom got me for my birthday. My hair is in a braid, and I had a big X on my hand to show I wasn't drinking, which I thought was cool anyway. My parents was back in the cut, where some of their friends was chilling, and they got appetizers and drinks, and was just, about, and was just being bougie adults in the way mom, my mom loves and my dad is awkward about. My mom says it's good for him to talk to beings besides his plants and his seeds. <laughs> seeds, as in his children, Sahir and me, but also his actual seeds for Black Eden. The seeds he collects and germinates, and the seeds he wraps once they're in the dirt. The Fujis mainly. Mom says if she, if she ever dies, he's going to need some friends. Maybe even a new wifey. He hates when she talks about being so reckless about things like her dying. I think maybe because his parents died when, she, when he was young. And the idea makes them feel scared, like a world without my mom would feel. The energy of the show was very intense for me. All I could do was take in all the fly people, their different looks and colors. They were beautiful. I'd never experienced that before. My parents let me wander into the ocean of the audience and be free of them, as long as I stayed close to the stage or their bougie district and kept my phone handy. I walked around and tried to be low-key and blend in. But in that space, part of me... Wished I had let myself loose and pick out an entire outfit. I can keep going back. <laughs> I'm using situationship forever now. That's incredible. That sounds, it sounds very conversational. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's not very. like um. who is that? Anne Marie Macklemore. Oh, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> much yeah, more, sure. yeah, it's like Nothing is like anime. Yeah, right. It's much more down to earth uh, cadence to it, which I really liked. But still, like, really kind of explores those little things and those deeper concepts, which are nice. so cool. But If you're listening Anne Anna Marie McLemore, nothing compares <laughs> to you. <laughs> to you. Uh. You've been listening to Is It Teen Enough for You Now, a virtual YA book club. All of the recording editing production and music was produced by the is it teen enough for you now panel kim Lindsay, molly nate amy cash money aka amanda and me nathan you can send us an email at is it teen enough at gmail.com we're on twitter you can find us at is it teen enough you can subscribe on itunes Or find our episodes at isitteenenough.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening.